Welcome to The Real Deal, where God, His purposes, and His people are celebrated. I'm Rachel Inouye, bringing you encouragement through real life, people, and their stories. It's The Real Deal. Hey, let's get started. Hey, everybody. I just want to make a quick announcement. May, it's important, May 2021, we are, Lord willing, going back to the Holy Land. So the Encounter Tour has been rescheduled May 4 through 14. I'll say that again, May 4th through 14, 2021, the Encounter Tour to Israel. So excited. It's been rescheduled. Lord willing, all plans will be go, and I'd love to have you join us. So if you want more information, check out the show notes. There'll be a link, but also you can go to madisontravel.com, and you can look it up under Rachel and Michael Inouye, I-N-O-U-Y-E is the last name, and it'll tell you a little bit about the Encounter Tour. So excited to encounter the Holy Land, encounter the people that go together, and encounter Holy Spirit in new ways. Hope you can join us. Thanks. All right. You ready for this? I'm so excited. For I this. have Jenny Bickle. Yeah. Did I say that right? Yeah. Like pickle. You did. Like pickle. Like pickle. I have Jenny Bickle with me today, and Jenny is a worshiper yeah. and a beauty queen oh, and gosh. a mom and a wife and a talker. <laughs> uh, such a talker. I met myself another talker. <laughs> you met your match. You've met your match on The Real Deal. Yeah, I'm really excited to have you here. Okay, right off the bat, I want to ask you the questions that we often ask. Sure. All right. Tell me quickly, as fast as you can, there's no right or wrong. Okay. Okay. Would you say you're an introvert, extrovert? Extrovert. Coffee, tea? Coffee, always. Dog, cat, either, neither. Dog. Morning bird, night owl? I am an aspiring morning bird. Okay, that's a good one. Okay. Someday I'll get there. Books or movies? Books. Silence or music? Music. Leaned in, laid back. Leaned in, always. <laughs> Full tilt. Always. Shower, bath. Shower. Driver, passenger. Oh, gosh. Passenger. Okay. All right. Well, you know that... Number one, thank you for being a real I dealer. Am, I am so excited about you this. You listen to the podcast. I am a real deal super fan. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love all it's of it. It's always different, right? Because people different. are always different. Yeah. So that's a that's a good thing. I think it's a good thing. Um, so you are a real dealer, and you know that my dad is R.D. Richard Dean. Yes. So he would always say, be the real deal. Yep. So is there somebody in your life that you thought, they're just who they are. They're the authentic person. I feel like they are not masked at all or whatever. And who is it, and how has it affected you? Oh, gosh. I, you know, and I should have known from listening that I was going to get this question. If you don't Uh, have somebody, that's fine. Or maybe a multiple. I don't know. Yeah, I think I have a lot of people in my life that are, I'm fortunate in that way. I have a lot of people that are the real deal. I think my dad is the real deal for sure, similar to yours. Yeah. Has always been my biggest fan, my biggest supporter, but always the first one that will tell me, like, he's, um, he's a music buff himself. So growing up singing and performing, he would always be the one, nah, it was a little off. Nah, it was a little out of key. So you trusted him because he was Absolutely. honest. Absolutely. He's honest. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I would also say my husband, honest to a fault. Okay. So, you know. Honey, does this make my butt look big? Yeah. Don't wear it. No, yeah. No, yeah. yeah, for sure. That would be him. Um, so, you know, how has it shaped me? I think it's, I've had to kind of toughen my shoulders. I'm a sensitive soul. So when I get that honesty, I'm like, oh. I'm, I'm rattled by that, but, you know, it's a good thing. It's Do you think deal. that uh, encouraging words may be your love language also? Or, or oh, 100%. Just, yeah. 100%. I always say I need um, cheerleaders, less coaches, more cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. It's my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I get it because I'm an encouraging words person. Yes, you are. And it's not that we can't develop a thick skin. I think people just need to know the words hurt us even more. Mm-hmm. That, Yes. You think, no, I just scraped you. No, no. it felt like yeah. surgery, knife all the way in, whatever yes. it is. Yep. And that's not to be a victim mindset. It's just really true mm-hmm. that it really does hurt. Absolutely. But if you love gifts, the gift means that much more, right? Mm, so it's absolutely. kind of a way to yeah. explain it. Absolutely. So sensitive soul, can you tell me a story about some time where you just felt like, oh gosh, I am so sensitive or do you not have something? Um, I don't, I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm sensitive about everything. I just, I try to be really in tuned with people's needs around me mm. and, um, what, I don't, I feel like I, I interpret people's needs a lot and, and their feelings. So if somebody else is really sad about something, I'm, 
I'm immediately like, oh my gosh, I need to help. And what can I do? And I'm sad and I'm impacted. So I, you're a I feeler. I'm a feeler. Mm-hmm. I'm a deep feeler. Way out there. Way out there. Yeah. 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 All the time. So it's, you know, oftentimes I'll, it's that classic, like telling my husband what's wrong nothing and honestly nothing is wrong with him but I'm like what you seem quiet well what's wrong well what what's going on like something something has to be bothering you or are you feeling a certain way no nothing oh okay but you may sense it before he does yeah all the time and you don't want to be digging for something that isn't there Mm -hmm. however you could be sensing something if it's off yeah you know yeah so good um so your husband and your dad. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about your life growing up with your dad, or where did you grow up? Do I even know? Yeah, this? I grew up in Waukesha, oh, uh, really? not terribly far from here. Yeah, yeah, You're Waukesha, Waukesha born and raised. Yeah, yeah, born and raised. So is everybody around still? Uh, for the most part, yeah. So I have uh, one brother who is married. He lives out towards the Wauwatosa area. Older or younger? Younger, okay. younger, four years. Um, and then my mom and my dad, and they're still together and working and... Blessing. Huge. Huge blessing. Yeah. Yeah. Huge blessing. Just a lot of fun. Great family. Great family. I didn't know you were from here. Yeah. Yeah. Waukesha, born and raised. Born and raised. Mm -hmm. Do you call it the Shaw? Uh, Do you say Waukesha? I think back in high school we we called it the Shaw, but not anymore. (laughs) That's what some people say sometimes, and I'm like, the Shaw. Yeah. Yeah. No. uh, And Waukesha makes me laugh. I'm like, nope, you're not from here, are you? You Mm -hmm. don't know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how long have you been married? Seven years. Oh, wow. Seven years, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Tell me something else about yourself. You have three children. Three babies. Okay. Yeah, six, four, and one. Wow. Mm-hmm. We're just a tad bit busy. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, like, what was your morning like before you got here? Oh, it's it's like chaos every day. I mean, it's I, I, I joke a lot, Rachel. I just kind of manage chaos. That's what I feel like I yeah. do right yeah. now in this season is just shuffle people and little beings. And, you know, if I can find a spare minute for myself, that's a blessing. But um, usually I have somebody hanging on me yeah. or literally, literally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, my morning this morning, I got two on the bus and had one at my feet while I was getting ready. And yeah. He enjoys, uh, my one-year-old, he enjoys dumping everything out right now. He's, okay. he's in that phase of, oh, mom is doing something in the bathroom, blow-drying her hair, yeah. whatever. I'm going to take out all of her hair products, right. all of her makeup, every cabinet, and I'm going to dump it. So, it you know, it tacks on a good 20 minutes to my morning routine when mm-hmm. I clean the bathroom after right. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I could use him to come over and just dump out all my bins that I'm trying to go through right now. He would be very good at it. he could say... You don't need to keep any of it. It's all just quack. <laughs> he, would, he would be very, very good at it. Yes. They are, um, all three of them love to destroy. Boys, girls? Six-year-old is a girl, and then the other two are boys. Right. Mm-hmm. So we met when you were pregnant with the last one. Yes. All right. We Tell did. me about how we met or what what you remember, because I think you texted me or yeah. gave me an Instagram message, and yeah. I was like, wow, I didn't even remember sometimes you make an offhanded comment and I didn't yeah. it wasn't a rude comment I no. was just telling you about this baby in your belly or whatever yeah and I think it was Holy Spirit because I don't remember oh, thinking like total oh, I better say Holy this Spirit. yeah know? so tell me about that we were I, at a core night we were at a core night yeah and I I've been a huge Rachel fan for years <laughs> I I'm gonna make you blush I've been a huge Rachel fan and we just kind of in passing at the end of the night, I was chatting with a few other girls from the worship team. And um, I think I was explaining to them that we were having a hard time choosing a name for our third okay. baby. My husband and I, we didn't agree on boy names. And I had already said, I, I love the name Bodie. I love that name. My husband did not love that name. And I was explaining a little bit, you know, oh, this baby's not going to have a name and we just can't agree. <laughs> and this happened with our first son. And you just very casually kind of joined the conversation and very casually said, you know what, if I may just offer a little advice, why don't you pray over what you want for the child? Pray over what you want for that baby and that baby's mm-hmm. life. And, um, you know, I ironically, I had already been doing that. And in my prayer over and over, it was like, God, just shelter this baby, shield this baby, protect this baby. I had... Um, we can, I'm sure, go into it, but I had some issues with our first son, so my middle pregnancy, very, very high risk, and going into the third, I was high risk, and very, very scary. So, you know, every day it was just, God, protect this yeah, baby, yeah, yeah. shelter, shelter, shelter this baby, and I, it was maybe, gosh, two months later, and I just happened to look up the meaning of the name Bodhi, and I wanted it spelled um, B-O-D-I-E, and as I was 
Google searching and looking right. up the meaning, sure enough, the, the Scandian, Scandinavian meaning of that name is shelter. Oh, so, my goodness. Yeah, God thing. Total God thing. So I went back to my husband, and I was like, nope, I, I'm sorry. God trumps. God wins. You're yeah. not going to win this one. It's Bodhi. Yeah. So, and yeah. he's Bodhi, right? He's Bodhi. You named him Bodhi. B-O-D-I-E. What's his middle name? Daniel. Oh, which nice. is my father's middle name. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Bodhi Daniel Bickle. Wow. God showed you. He did. He just sees you. He sees Bodhi. He, he did. sees you, and he, he knows. He absolutely did. And that pregnancy was flawless. Bodhi yeah. was healthy. Full-term, feisty little baby. You were sheltered. Very much so. Very, very much you so. You were kept in the secret and, yeah. and safe space. Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. Absolutely. Wow. Such great advice, Rachel. Oh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> I'm sure, you know. Such great advice. I just, you know, decided to come over here and say that. No, it literally <laughs> just came out of me. Yeah. Yeah, because but that's, really, that's do God. what do we want for our kid? You know, what do we want? And yeah. when we name them, and by the way, I never did that. I picked names that are perfect for our children. Mm-hmm. But didn't know to mm-hmm. think about like what do I what do I want for this child? But even still, I try to prophesy things over them that I see that would be God's plans and pray into that. Yeah, you know, into the a direction for them, not like in a coercing way, but God give yes. them the best with this or yeah. whatever it would be. Yeah, that's cool. Ironically, our um, firstborn son is Henry, which means ruler of the house, <laughs> and we we and? we. Potentially should have looked a little bit more into the meaning of that name. <laughs> does he He's, rule the roost? He absolutely does. Yes, he absolutely rules. rules Tell me how it manifests. What does he do? Uh, so Henry is my, he's my sweetheart for sure. Henry was born um, a bit premature. So we've had some complications with Henry, our entire journey with Henry, all four of his little years. And mm. he's just, he's such a beautiful soul, Rachel. He's such a beautiful, beautiful child. But oh my goodness, does he have a temper. Okay. And he has just just a lot going on. So mm. we we recently uh, received a diagnosis for Henry of high functioning autism. Okay. So we and you know we think that there were probably some um, links all the way back to the prematurity and some things that happened in the pregnancy and you know you just never know right you never know and right. I I don't try to find the cause or or what has happened to cause any kind of a diagnosis or a label. I just look at it and I say, you know what? This is God's child. And Amen. it's it's mine. He's mine to steward for a period of time. So I'm going to do that as well as I can. And if this is what we've been handed, then God will absolutely see us through it. Yep. So on, on our most difficult days with Henry, it's that that's my prayer. It's, you know, God, he's your son. He's your child. Give me the strength, the wisdom, yep. the courage, the patience. Oh, Lord, the patience. Yeah. Be careful with that prayer, though. Cause right, right, right. I think, <laughs> you might be giving I think God is like, yep, there you go. There you, you know, go. it's interesting because I wrote down this verse um, before you arrived. <laughs> and I don't often do that, like Russian roulette, mm-hmm. just open your Bible sure, and pick this sure. passage. But I had it open, and I noticed um, sometimes I underline verses, but this one just had a circle around the, yeah. the, the numeral. So it was just number 32. Was, and I was like, what is that? So this is when Jesus is talking to Simon Peter. And I don't think that this is Satan going to sift you, but I, he says, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has demanded permission to sift you like wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail. Mm-hmm. And you, once you have turned again, strengthen your brothers. And for some reason, I was like, Lord, is that being highlighted to me because Jenny's coming over? And, and I thought about how you could have been shaken. And probably were shaken mm-hmm. with the high-risk pregnancy. And literally, mm-hmm. if you had your daughter first and things were fine. 100% fine. Then you have this thing. It can shake yeah. one. Oh, for sure. But God says, but I've prayed for you, Jenny. Yeah. And then you're going to strengthen others. So mm-hmm. I think your story's not wasted is my point. Absolutely. And Absolutely. even maybe being able to tell us a little bit about what was going on or how, yeah. how it... Tell me something about the second pregnancy then. Yeah. Um, you know, it was interesting. I Everything was going, for the most part, well and normal until okay. about 32 weeks. And I woke up 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night randomly itching uncontrollably mm. all over my body, just itching, itching, could not stop. You know, and immediately, I think when you're, you're pregnant, you just immediately go to Google. Yeah. I was like, there's Dr. Google, what's going on? And the first thing that came up was ICP or intrahepatic cholestasis of pregnancy. And it's a it's a rare, still relatively not a lot known about it, um, disease that can happen in a pregnancy where your liver 
kind of just malfunctions mm. and um, overproduces bile salt or bile acid and not as harmful to the mama, but it can be extremely, extremely dangerous for the baby and has links to stillbirth and um, premature death and all of these just horrible things. So, you know, there I am at night reading this. Yeah, like, really glad that you clicked. Yeah, really happy oh, I clicked on Google. Thank you. Uh, and, you know, kind of convincing myself, yeah, this is what it is. And sure enough, it was no less than a week later I was in for blood work and it was confirmed that was exactly what it was. Wow. Yeah. Was one of the things itching? Absolutely. That's the biggest symptom. So, you know, they always say if you are extremely itchy in your pregnancy, do not ignore that. You know, a lot of women just kind of ignore that. And sadly, a lot of doctors ignore that because they go, well, you know, your skin is stretching and it's just it's hormones and all these things. And I even had a, a few people say to me, like, no, that it's in your head, you know, and I was, I was 100% convinced. I was like, no, this is not in my head. This is something, something is wrong. Yeah. Um, I knew something was wrong. So we, as soon as they gave me the diagnosis, I had already done enough research. I knew it was, it was going to be an early induction. Mm. So my first question to my doctor was how early? Um, they let me go to about 36 weeks and then anything past that, the, you know, the concern for danger for the baby increases. Okay. So it was like, we have to get him out. Um, and you know, it's funny, Rachel, looking back, I remember telling people I'm, I'm so worried. You know, I was just immediately like your, your whole world just stops and everything as, as it wasn't already about this little baby yeah. becomes even more like, okay, I thought I had, you know, all these weeks left and now right, I right, only right. have like two weeks left and we're not ready and we don't have all the things and Hurry up it, it, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter what things you have. It just became all about a healthy baby. And then I remember telling someone, you know, my biggest fear is going home without this baby. Like I, I don't want this baby in the NICU. I, I can't, I'm not strong enough for that. I can't have a NICU baby. And looking back, I just, God was all over that. Mm. He was all mm. over that. Um, he absolutely was in the NICU. He was in for just over a week. We had some pretty significant complications while we were in the NICU. So, you know, a day that we thought we were going to go home and just backpedaled okay. multiple, multiple steps and back on a ventilator and intubated and just the, all yeah. these things, you know, the, yeah. the way you never want to picture mm -hmm. your newborn. Mm -hmm. um, and it was also during that time that I got a call from Andrea Hopgood, yeah. who used to be with Elmbrook, yeah. asking if I would, you know, volunteer in the children's ministry we had just kind of recently gotten plugged back in at that church. And mm -hmm. it, I remember talking to her just so almost distraught and kind of in disbelief. You know, you're catching me at a bad time. I'm so sorry. I just I just had this third baby or the second baby. And this is what's happening. Wow. And she just jumped into gear, as did the whole church family. Like, we're praying Thanks, for you. How can we give meals? How can we help your family? And I remember sitting there going, God is all over this we're going to be fine. Yeah. There's, there's a church family that doesn't, I mean, barely knows us and has us just circled. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we, in the course of that time in the NICU too, we ended up, um, connecting ironically at children's hospital with some dear friends of ours from the past. Wow. That, yeah. Just bumped into them one day in the lobby and it was, what are you guys doing here? What are you doing here? And they happened to be visiting some friends of theirs at the hospital we explained that we were there with our son, kind of taking a break for a minute from the NICU. Um, and they had one of their children with a lot of heart issues and had gone through just the worst yeah. with their baby. Yeah. And I remember on one of the absolute worst days in, in the NICU, I was just losing it. And I, I said to my husband, I'm like, you need to call. Call your buddy. I need his wife. I need her on the phone. I need her now. And she's just this beautiful woman of God. And we were so disconnected. I mean, I barely knew her and yet she got on the phone with me and I said, I, I need prayer, please. I need prayer. I, yeah. I don't know how to do this without prayer and yeah. a warrior, an Hallelujah. absolute prayer warrior. Hallelujah. You know, she was one that, um, she said, I'm not one of these people that's going to say, I'll pray and then do it later. We're going to pray right now. Amen. And right on that phone, I Amen. just remember her speaking just truth over the situation, over me, over the baby and over and over in all things, Jenny, God gets this glory in all things, God gets this glory. Right. And because of her words, I was able to then go back and do the same for some of our nurses and for my husband and just this baby. And it, it was just this remarkable wow. experience looking back, yep. you know, at the time you think you're walking through absolute fire and so many moments of just God, where are you? What right. is happening? And 
um, yeah, he, he saw us through so church good. family, prayer warriors. He was just in every single interaction, That's every interaction. So yeah. You know, I know you have a passion for really helping people see the faithfulness of God and moms for sure. Yes. You know, you've told me that before yeah. and it's because you have the faithfulness of God to look on yeah. and to be sure of instead of like, Oh, that's nice. That would cross stitch on a pillow looking yeah. just really nice. Or let me find a sign at Hobby Lobby that yeah. says that. No, Mm-mm. you know, the faithfulness of God. I do. And you've tested him and tried him mm-hmm. in the best of ways. And he's been there. He's so faithful. So you will continue to find yourself being able to pour into people. I'm just, he's, I'm just telling you it, it'll be everywhere you go. Yeah. He's, and you know, it's, I fall back on that so much, just his faithfulness, because again, he, he has seen our family, not just my son, you know, I was 18. I had a mom diagnosed with cancer. She's now years and years and years in yeah. remission, faithful. Wow. You know, he brought our little one out of the NICU. He's a healthy little four-year-old, faithful. Right. You know, I have no reason to believe that he's not going to continue his faithfulness. Mm-mm. It's just been so Mm-mm. good. We've just been richly, richly blessed by so it. So good. Yeah. Whatever he writes on his name tag, whatever he says is part of his character he never like peels it off like we do at the end of the night of being at a social we yeah. peel off our name tag uh-huh. and he never goes no i'm no longer faithful changed my mind today he doesn't nope. change and nope. he can't lie nope so he will remain whatever he tells us he will be yeah and it doesn't change correct like shifting shadows he doesn't change it mm-hmm. says and he's the same yesterday today and forever always and that is such a huge huge confidence thing mm-hmm. for me just to know the faithfulness of god and his promises yeah. i have this card um file of some promises. This is when my kids were homeschooled. We did these promises of God and I love them. And here's one of the ones that I marked for today, just thinking, well, maybe we can read a promise because I know, but this is true in your life. Though the mountains be shaken and the hills be removed, yet my unfailing love for you will not be shaken, Mm -hmm. nor my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord who has compassion on you. So good. He was there just to give mm-hmm. you peace in, in, in the storm. Absolutely. And Jesus was resting in the boat when there's a storm. Absolutely. And we have peace over anything we have authority over. And so as believers, we have authority over a lot because mm-hmm. Jesus did. So that's way cool that that would just be. Uh, that way. Here's another one that I um, looked at earlier today. If calamity, um, this is Second Chronicles 29, 20 verse 9. If calamity comes upon us, and I had to look up calamity once, it's an event <laughs> resulting in great loss or misfortune. Yeah. If calamity comes upon us, whether the sword or judgment or plague or famine, we will stand in the presence before mm-hmm. this temple that bears your name, and we will cry out to you in our distress, and you will hear us mm. and save us. Amen. And you knew you yes. just needed prayer. Yeah. Because you knew you needed to cry out in yes. the distress. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he went ahead and heard and saved. Yes. That's that's an incredible testimony. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because does God answer mm-hmm. her? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All all the time. He he I just I'm so humbled, Rachel, always when I look back on certain moments of my life, on our, our little family of just where he shows up in the in the smallest mm-hmm. interactions, mm-hmm. you know, things. and it's it's those tiny things that have become the, my greatest memories and my life changing moments that then I try to bestow on others. You know, how can I be that prayer warrior for someone else? How can I not just say I'm I'm going to pray for you, but right. no, right now, right here, we're going to pray. And you know, I think sometimes people get a little jolted and uncomfortable yeah, yeah. with that. It doesn't matter, yeah, because hopefully somewhere down their path and their journey, they're going to do the same for someone else, you know? Right. It's, yeah. It's, I do it all the time because I remember the first time somebody ever did that for me. And I thought, oh, holy smokes, the Holy Spirit's right here, right now. Two or more are gathered, we're praying, and he's here. And so it changes it. I also do it because I don't want to say to somebody, I'll pray for you, and then not. That's a big, fat lie. Absolutely. I'll pray for you, honey. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times I say, is, is now okay? Yeah. And then the truth is, if I take the time to pray now, like you just did out of obedience with people, he will, by the power mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit, prompt later. Mm-hmm. Again, you, you don't have to worry about, like, writing it in this journal or, because no. he will prompt you later, probably because of that step of obedience. You'll have some time where it'll be like, oh, this person still just needs you to cover my yeah. prayer. I had a friend whose uh, son got married a few weeks ago, and I rolled over and I, I sleep really well. I sleep really, really well. But I rolled over. It was four in the morning, and I just had this thought: I want to text him. This is your wedding day. Sure. I want to text you. I feel like sure. you're on my heart. And 
with COVID, we couldn't go because yeah. it was a very small ceremony and, yeah. you know, they had to kind of revamp. But my point is, I was up in the middle of the night thinking about this dear friend and, and her son. I'm thinking, I want to call Aaron. And then I'm like, I'm not texting him in the middle of the night. Well, I texted him in the morning. This is your wedding day. You know, congratulations. I'm excited for you. Love you like crazy. Blah, blah, blah. I found out they were taking sunrise pictures. They had to arrive oh, at 4 yeah. o'clock. Yeah. And so I, I was stirred at 4 with him mm-hmm. on my mind. And I just, my point is that it's we God. do get prompted yeah. to cover people or to pray for them. And, Absolutely. And whatever, it's God. That's so good. All the time. So good. Okay, so I want to know, um, there was one other little thing. Do you have like a time where you've had a a verse or something that I, I just want, I'm not asking like for your life verse or... But a time where God went from theoretical and um, theological and mm-hmm. doctrine to experiential, and this is mm-hmm. real. Isaiah I mean, forty-one ten. Okay, tell that me. it is absolutely my life verse. Wow. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will help you. I will strengthen you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Yeah. I, uh, I am, like we said, I'm leaned in always. Yeah. So I think we, <laughs> I think we're full tilt. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so leaned in. I'm like laying down half the time. I feel like so, <laughs> I'm leaned in. I'm exhausted. Can I use that phrase? Absolutely. I am so leaned in. I'm laying down Absolutely. half the time. Absolutely. I am. But I think with that, you know, when you're, when you're dialed in all the time, I'm, I'm just tightly wound all the time. It's, yeah. it's how God made me. Mm-hmm. You know, I've fought it so mm-hmm. much in my life. No, just, I celebrate it. I want to be calm. I want to be this peaceful person. And I, I, you know, sometimes I feel like God's peace and calm and stillness comes so easy to people. It does not to me. Mm. I, I would love to go on a quiet, meditative retreat. And then I immediately think, what would I do with myself? <laughs> I'd be insane. I'd be talking to myself the whole time. I can't, I just, I cannot talk. Like what? These, these people that go on these silent retreats, I, I'm fascinated. Tell me more. Yeah. What, what yeah. do you do? Yeah. You know, and I, there's, there's such a rich conversation that I think can happen with, with God and the Holy Spirit. But for me, I need the interaction with people. Um, but with that, you know, I'm, I'm wound up. I'm wound up all the time. I'm yeah. anxious, and I, it's something I've battled my whole life is anxiety. And I say in a lot of ways I'm an anxiety overcomer because it's something I have had, I've been treated for, I've overcome in a lot of ways through God's power. Amen. But, you know, I have to rely on that verse all the time. Do not fear. Amen. I am with you. And I feel like sometimes he has to take that and kind of smack me upside the head with it because I'm I'm the first one to like, I'm, I'm so worked up. I'm so worried. And what about this? And what about that? And th- there's this person and I have to do this. And I, you know, all just all the ways that the enemy tries to attack and using that that busyness and that leaned in and that anxiety and wanting to be there for everybody and do all the things mm. and um, yeah he just the enemy works so quickly so I feel like sometimes God has to come in real strong hand no no what do I say Amen. to you Amen do not fear yeah. I am with you Amen you know yeah the enemy might be there too but guess what I win yeah so yeah. I'm with you you know it's it's really interesting because it's part of for, for me it's part of this. Okay, I'm going to give you this illustration of like taking a picture and what you focus in on. Like I could focus on the foreground and Mm -hmm. you would be really, really clear. And all the things that are in the background would sort of be hazy or the reverse. You're a little bit blurry, but back there is a tree or whatever. When it comes to things that we think of with God and and with anxiety, we cannot lower any anxiety Mm -hmm. by thinking about the anxiety. Mm -hmm. We've actually focused on it. Exactly. So God says... um, do not be anxious. Well, that would be kind of cruel yeah. of a God to say, don't be, yeah. unless he had a way for us not to be. Yes. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Because yep. it's like, that would just be like, oh, well, great, but how? So I believe whenever anxiety comes, there's actually the peace of God that's right there mm-hmm. instead, and that can be focused on. Yeah. Yep. And so a lot of times, like if I'm speaking to an audience or whatever, I love Isaiah 61 because there's mm. all these insteads. Instead of mourning, there is a garment of praise. Instead of heaviness, there is joy. And you just really see that God is saying, I'm this God of instead. Mm -hmm. And I I believe you will actually carry more authority Mm -hmm. when you say, I've dealt with, or even sometimes have, but really that's not my identity. Mm -hmm. I release peace to you in the name of Jesus. Does that make sense? And then you will carry peace. For a while, I felt like I was, um, I mean, this could be a side conversation, not the podcast, but I, I said, God, I want to be a non, non, no anxiety zone. Mm-hmm. 
like no dogs here. You can't take your dog yeah. there. No smoking yeah. in this region. Yeah. Right. No anxiety. Yeah. And and I said it. I want to be a no anxiety zone. If you're around me, you can't be anxious. We will break that off in the name of Jesus. Whatever. Oh my word! As soon as I prayed that, everybody I met was literally riddled with anxiety yes. or were battling it or full on yes. assault mm-hmm. of the enemy. And I would, I mean, it would be casual conversation. Like, how are you doing? Oh, fine. Well, that's not really true. I'm really anxious, but, and people would come and have yeah. tea and it was a yeah. crazy. So the reason I'm even telling you that is sometimes that's something we're battling a little bit. And maybe there's things with medication or is it maybe things with walking or diet or mm-hmm. no caffeine or whatever mm-hmm. those things are. But then there's a spirit. Mm-hmm. A spirit of anxiety, like just like a spirit of depression. Mm-hmm. And people say, I don't believe there is. I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Have you ever been in a room when somebody that's depressed walked in that a new spirit yeah. has entered that spot, yeah, right? absolutely. So anyway, then I had to just start praying and breaking things off because that's different. Like, yeah. no, that's yeah. a violation. Yeah. Uh, no, you're on the wrong territory here. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? This is not yours. Trespassing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you're going to get a little something in your belly that's going to recognize that more. Yeah. That's what I just hope for you. And you know, Rachel, it's been, I think motherhood has done a lot of that to me and that it's such a passion of mine to, to just be, be the real deal, you know, be real with other moms. Like this is a real thing. Yeah. When you have littles and you, you know, it's so, I think back to one of your, one of the podcast episodes where you, you had a quote and you said, sometimes our identity has to come under attack. For us to realize our true identity. And oh my gosh, I rewound that thing like five times. Just preach, Rachel. Preach is so good. You said sometimes our identity has to come under assault or attack mm. for us to realize our true identity. And that that's motherhood, I think, sometimes. It's being a wife. It's being a mother. Mm-hmm. It's working full time. It's just, it's all the things. You know, I think it's so easy for us to myself included, I'm a work in progress, put our identity in those things yep. and forget, yep. well, wait a minute, my true identity is a daughter of Amen. Christ. I mean, that that's where the peace is. That's where the, the anxiousness goes away. But when you're focused on all these other roles and all these other hats that you have to wear, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, this is a real thing that you can struggle with. And for me to just get to a point of acceptance in that and go, you know what? Okay, God's not removing motherhood. He's not removing your wifely duties. He's not removing your job. He's not removing these things. He's not removing the anxiety, but he's allowing you to rest in his spirit. Mm -hmm. He's calling you to a place of reliance fully on him. That's where you grow, you know, and, and that's where I feel like I've been on this journey for the past, you know, six years of motherhood is like, Okay, God. And again, like I said, he, he knows me. He's got to slap me upside the head. Usually I'm (laughs) it's, it's, I, I, I don't know why I love to wrestle with him so much. You'd think, I think it's, again, it's that leaned in, Mm. leaned in so much. I'm laying down. Yeah. I just, there are things that I need to just relinquish. And I I think God knows, Mm. you know, he's like, all right, it's me with my children. Let me know when you're done. Let me know when you're done having your temper tantrum. I'm still going to be here. I'm still going to love you. If you want to wrestle over this, wrestle like we're going to put on your shoes in the morning and yep. you're going to fight me, fine. Then we'll wrestle over it. But ultimately, I'm going to win because I'm God. Yeah. And when I do, it's going to be so rich and mm-hmm. you're going to just have so much peace. Yeah. He's so good. He's you know? so good. He's so for you. He's so for you. He just delights in you. I just yeah. want you to know. I just feel like yeah. you're like glowing. He just wants you to know you radiate oh, him. Thank you. Let's pause a second. If you are enjoying The Real Deal with Rachel in a way, subscribe, rate, and review it. I appreciate your support. All right, back to the real deal. So you're such a beautiful singer. Tell me, oh, gosh. Um, do you have like a song that has been important to you or even just in this season right now? Is there oh, anything that you're just gosh. loving? So many, so I many. I didn't think about this until right now. I just want to know. Um, yeah, uh, I'd, I, I'm, like I said, this goes back to the beginning with I'm just such a feeler. So any, any song that has lyrics that are even remotely close to what I feel like I'm going through in my life, I'm like, oh, this is my song. Yeah. This is my song. Yeah. And it could change a week later. I'm exactly. like, now I got another song. That's I right. just It's like there's just a repertoire. Um, I love, I'm very much right now into Elevation Worship. Mm-hmm. Big, big fan. You know, I, I love this this type of really passionate hill song, Elevation uh, type worship. I love the song Available by mm. Elevation Worship. Okay. It's just... You know, the entire song talks about here I am, you know, yes, yes, Lord, like Mm. I'm available. Mm. Use me. That's Mm. that's what it is. 
Um, and that would be my prayer. You know, it's just, I'm available. What, what's next, God? What do you have for me? And, and use me. Let me say yes and be available. I, gosh, the song I think I sing most often over the kids is probably, right now it's Big Daddy Weave. Uh, I know that you are good. Oh. I know that you are kind. You're so much more than what I leave behind. You know, I, I know that I am loved. I know that I am safe. And even in the fire, to live is Christ, to die is gain. Oh, I love it. Yeah. And it's, it's, I just sing that, that little chorus over them all the time. Sing just, it for me, will you? Oh, if gosh. We, we take oh, it no. out. We can take it out if you need. But I want, oh, gosh. It will bless me because I've never heard it. Um, yeah, let me think. I know that you are good. I know that you are kind. I know that you are so much more than what I leave behind. I know that I am loved. I know that I am safe. Because even in the fire to live is Christ, to die is gain. I know that you are good. Yeah, just sing it over my babies all the time. Like at night when they're going to bed. All the time. Oh, I That's love the truth. It. That's you it's know. the truth. They don't. Um, they frequently tell me to stop singing. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they don't always, always love, remember it. I hope Even, so. I hope that's so. That's so good. My six-year-old has started telling me, "Mommy, I'm a better singer than you. I can okay. sing that better." Okay, um, I All love right. it. Do yeah, it. Join me. Let's Confidence. Sing right now. Do it. Yeah. That's so good. But you know, that's that's the truth, right? Like that's that's my job as stewarding these babies. That's what I want them to know is. God is good. God is kind. And it's even when you're in the fire, like we've been yeah. in our, yeah. in our life, yep. whether it's anxiety or premature babies or NICU or an autism diagnosis yep. or he's there, he's good. He's faithful. He's not leaving, you know, he's, he's going to find you a way out. Yep. And even on the days that you fight him and you don't, you don't think that he will, yep. he will. You know, and you can wrestle with him and you can fight with him. He's not going to change. He's still good. He's Even still going to love you. Even Jacob wrestled and was blessed at the end of it. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Limped. Yeah. But it was to get a blessing. Yeah. And yeah. he kept wrestling. That's so good. Mm-hmm. That's so good. All right. So I want to know um, what brings you joy. Oh, gosh. Um, can mu- it be little or big things? Music. Always. Yes. Always music. Worship music. Being on the worship team. Always. Um, so I know you've been on the worship team. At church, and that's how we mm-hmm. met. But yeah. has that been historically something you've always done? So? Yeah, yeah, singing my whole life. I mean, I think I was kindergarten or first grade when I had my first solo. And, you know, I'm, again, it's this leaned in, right? Yep. Like, I always get so nervous, and, oh, I'm going to mess it up, and my voice won't be there, and the word, you know, just the perfection. You know, okay. just, I just, God, God knows I need to put that down and yeah. just let it be for him. But I think that's what worship music does for me. Mm. You know, I'm able to put some of that perfection aside to some degree. Um, at rehearsal, I'm not. Rehearsal, I'm, I'm totally, totally leaned in and just dialed in on, on the notes and the, the words and the mix mm. and everything. And then once we get out there, it's just worship. Yep. Let it go. Yep. You know, it's worship. And I love it. That's, that's why it's so freeing to me. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, singing my whole life. And you're back at it, right? You're back, back on the it. team with three young back kids. Back at but... it. It's such a blessing. And, mm-hmm. you know, for me, I love that because I want them to see that. I want them to see, you know, moms can do all things. You know, we can sing and worship and volunteer at a church and, and we can go to work and yep. we can stay home if we need to stay yep. home and we can raise these babies and we can be a wife and, you know. It's, it is a lot to juggle, yeah. but for me, having them see me worshiping our Jesus is mm. the number one most important thing. It's mm. uh, watching them raise their little hands in, in praise is the biggest gift I could ever ask for as a mother. And they, Out of they, the lips of babe, yeah. I would ordained my praise, it says. Oh, they're song. just, it's the most beautiful thing. Isn't it? It's so beautiful. Oh, I'd be a mess. Oh, I'm always a mess. <laughs> I'm always a mess. <laughs> I'm always a mess. Yeah, always. It's, I don't see it as much when I'm on the platform. It's hard to see them sometimes. Um, but if I'm there in the congregation worshiping yeah. and they put a hand up, I'm just, yeah. yeah such a surrender me. posture, right? It's such a Absolutely. daddy pick me up. It's such a you are big. It's such Absolutely. a whatever. It's yeah. multiple things. Yeah. The raising of the hands yeah. is. But, oh, that's so good. I know that when the kids were little, um, they were in choirs because we had choir mm-hmm. at church. And 
their choir would perform or whatever or would sing a song or and you know they'd be on the little risers and my one son Andrew would say you know mom whenever we sing you just cry are you okay I'm like Andrew I'm actually touched it's like yeah, very it's sweet happy tears. it's very happy, happy tears I'd yeah. love to see you guys singing yeah. songs <laughs> my, my daughter has reached the point where she's like mom's crying again <laughs> <laughs> yep, mom's crying again. It's that feeler. I'm. Yep. It's the sensitivity. I, yep. You know, things just get me. Got leaky valves all the time. It's who I am. Yeah, it's who I am. Yeah. Sorry. Tell me how you met your husband. Totally off track. I just want to yeah. know. Yeah, uh, we met through uh, some mutual friends. Yeah. Yeah, I was pretty head over heels for one of his good friends, and okay. we met that way, and God had a different plan. Yeah. That's what I was still say. friends with the person. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. God just had a different way of orchestrating all of it. And again, you know, sometimes I think where you think, no, this is my path. Yeah. That, no, God comes in and goes, no, no, this is going to be your path. Yeah. So, and I mean, truth be told, it, it has not always been an easy one, right? I mean, we've had a lot of stress, married seven years and three kids later and full-time jobs and worship and he's also a coach so he works full-time and he also wow. coaches uh, high school wrestling oh, so wow. we yeah we just do a lot of things in our family a lot of things but you know we, we make it work yeah and we consistently try to go back to the feet of Jesus with mm. with any sin or anything that comes into our marriage of just no this is not of the Lord mm. bring it back to the feet of Jesus yep. and allow him to heal where he needs to heal so yeah good yeah. So good. We're the bickering bickles. That's <laughs> the bicker call us. <laughs> it's just who we are. <laughs> it's who we are. But yeah, he's you know, at the end of the day, um, he we're we're polar opposites, my husband and I. So mm. I always look, I'm like, How in the world, God, did you yep. put us together? Yep. But so are we. Yeah. It, but it's such a good match it's, that it's, way. It's yeah. literally like the the two parts when that when the um, magnet goes like that, it's mm -hmm. because they were opposite and mm -hmm. they're attracted. And we don't always go like that. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I I laugh. I'm like, the magnets don't always line up. <laughs> That's <laughs> they, so true too. They, Have you ever done like with little kid magnets? Uh -huh. <laughs> sometimes they just they don't I, they don't fit. But you know, it's he does when I really focus on it in in a godly way. He does compliment me. You know, mm -hmm. he toughens my shoulders and he he's very salt of the earth, hardworking. Um, just genuinely to his heart a good good man mm -hmm. and I think he strives in a lot of ways to be a better man and I appreciate that you know we're all a work in progress yeah. and I can be incredibly high maintenance yeah give me it's give me one example hard to believe of the high maintenance-ness it's oh, probably part gosh. of it it's the sensitivity I think mm -hmm. you know I'm, I'm a words of affirmation girl that's just and that's not his love language so that has been a big learning curve for yeah. our marriage yeah. is he's a meat and potatoes, salt of the earth. Yeah. Yep. Fine. Good. Done. Um, that's not mine. You mm -hmm. know, I'm a talker. So for him to learn to listen and for him to consistently be learning how to talk in response is what I need. Um, and me to learn sometimes I need to be quiet. I need to stop talking and allow him to talk. I'm not always good at that. Okay, here's so. one little hint from a talker mm -hmm. to another talker. Oh, please. We'll go on our walk and I'll ask a question and then I literally inside my mouth bite my tongue mm -hmm. yeah he wouldn't know because it, it's, it's just if there's enough of a pause yeah then he'll offer something that awkward pause i'm but learning to be longer okay longer than i think it should yeah. be sometimes so then i'm like well but you know so 35 years of marriage is a long time yeah it is so a I long bless time you with that that's oh a, i hope so it'll be it'll so. be good yeah yeah and opposites are good opposites so i don't know are what good. you do for i don't know what your job is we actually both work human resources. Oh. Yeah. Different companies, totally different areas of HR, but we both work human resources. So, Without telling me like a person's yeah. name or whatever, what's one of your, um, a challenge right now? Work-wise mm -hmm. or just in yeah, general? Yeah, work-wise. Um, work-wise for me, challenge right now, I would say just the, just the hustle and bustle of all of it. You know, we've, we've got a lot with kids going back to school in midst of a, pandemic yeah, yeah. and you know our our one-year-old that we're trying to get the best care for and our schedules and it's it's always a lot yeah. you know I tell people I'm like it's we're we're in a season right now of very very busy yeah. very busy yeah. and it's a lot of moving logistics and parts I'm I'm blessed I'm so fortunate that both he and I have jobs and employers that are flexible and they show grace and they show understanding wow. uh, if we didn't have that I don't know how we would do this because it's we, we just do. We have a lot of appointments. Um, we have a lot going on with our little Henry. 
with his newer diagnosis of just trying to get him the right tools for success. And yeah. that, that takes a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Having a, a child with a unique need, I don't like to call it a special need. I feel like that has a label and it has a stigma. Yep. But having a child with a unique need um, comes with a lot of extra is what I say. So, you know, from a time perspective, gosh, I, I'm an all in type of a girl. So if I'm going to do worship, I'm all in. If yep. I'm going to be a mom, I'm all in. Yep. A wife, I try to be all in. And at work, I want to be all in. But it's just, I'm learning. I, I'm spread thinner than melted butter on toast <laughs> these days. I just can't be all in all the time. Right. Yeah. Right. So. But you pick to be present when you are I and try. where you are. And Boy, just, I try. Yeah. 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 And God will fill in the cracks with some things that like he'll figure out how that is when you surrender Mm -hmm. your day, your schedule, your everything to him. You know, there's a part in Genesis where it says there was evening and morning Mm -hmm. the sixth day. There was evening and morning the third day, whatever. And I just read that and I was like, it doesn't say there was morning and evening. It says there was evening Mm -hmm. and morning. And I realized Mm -hmm. God's already preparing my day before I start it. And I'm one of those make the list and get it done. Well, it's already prepared. It's already it's ready, already and that done. just helped me to have that a yeah. posture of rest in my own heart. Oh, I'm basically walking through mm-hmm. what you prepared mm-hmm. while I was sleeping. Isn't that great? I love it. I This has been my prayer every morning lately, Rachel, is just enough grace for today, God. That's right. Just enough grace for today. I, you know, I don't know what Henry's little temper is going to bring or his day. I don't know what's going to happen at school. I can't control what's going to happen with illness. I don't know what's going to happen with jobs and just enough grace for today. That's it. Let, let me worry about tomorrow when that comes. And that's been a huge help for me is just yeah. today. Yep. Today, today, today. And when I feel myself starting to snowball of like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, but next week and we have this yeah, and yeah, we have yeah. this and da, 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 da. you know, there we go. It's, I have to consistently go back. No, enough grace for today. And then again, Isaiah forty-one ten. do not yeah. fear. Yeah. I am with you. Calm down. Settle down. So good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I think to project too far out in front, like there can actually be uh, excitement about the future and anticipation with hope about what's happening, or there can be a spirit of fear and, mm-hmm. um, spirit of dread. Mm-hmm. And that's the spirit. Like I dread four weeks from now. I dread two days from now. And wait a minute. Why am I? Yeah. Why am I? Because the spirit is over there trying to tell me this is going to work out badly, or this is going to be a, take a bad turn or yeah. wait a minute. I'm not partnering with that. Mm-hmm. I'm not even there yet. Mm-hmm. So often I'm too, too far mm-hmm. ahead. And God's like, I got it. I got it. Got you. Yeah. So, yeah. And I'm, I'm expectant. You know, I, I do feel a bit of his calling on our life right now, yeah. on our family. I, I'm I'm very expectant. I feel like I'm a bit in his waiting room mm-hmm. at the moment. Mm-hmm. And if I'm being totally, you know, the real deal, yeah. there, there are definitely frustrating, frustrating days where I'm like, what are you doing? I'm exhausted. God, I can't yeah. do this. You know, what, yeah. where, what are you doing? And I think over and over when I get to those moments, I hear him. I hear him so clearly like hang in there. Yeah. I'm doing a new thing. Amen. I am. I'm. I'm working it through to completion. Hang in there That's with right. me, Jen. Like, don't, don't give up now. Right. Continue the good fight. Continue the race. This yep. is what we're doing. Yeah. And I, I'm very expectant in this waiting space yep. that we're in. Of just, I, I sense he's doing something new in yep. our family and through me. And I'm, I'm praying over a bit of a season of rest. If I'm being honest, yep. like, I'm just God. I need, I need a bit of stillness and rest in you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's going to, again, prove faithfulness. Yeah, I really do. It literally is going to be, I just got this picture that it can even still, the swirl can be around you, Jen, yeah. but you can be in the eye Absolutely. of the hurricane. Like it doesn't even mean everything around you will necessarily manipulate or change completely, Yeah. but he will have you. So on the inside yes. that peace resides yeah. and peace is not a thing. It's a person mm-hmm. and he's the Prince of peace and he's Absolutely. literally just going to come up the elevator like you're calling the button up like he's yep. it's in there and I feel your peace even Absolutely. though the chaos around me or the oh, whatever has not changed beautiful picture you it's know it's just such a beautiful picture of my life right now yeah <laughs> and it's like not okay so when I was a young girl we had this calgon was a bath um soaking suds you know kind of a and they had this woman who would lay in bath and then she'd put her calgon like in the water to make it bubble or whatever. And she'd be, the ad was Calgon, take me away. <laughs> well, it's not that you need to be taken away. Yeah. Literally, no. he's going to give you peace right in, right in it, it. Yeah. in the spot. Yeah. Like I literally believe that that's what mm-hmm. he wants for you to find mm-hmm. because otherwise you'll always be living for a day that hasn't happened yet or mm-hmm. isn't going to occur for mm-hmm. a season. Maybe enough grace just for today. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And I, you know, inevitably I think we're in a season. I think at some point he is going to calm that storm. Like he yep. does, you know, yep. he's going to calm the hurricane right now. I think you're spot on. He's just trying to work 
so so richly in our family to help us be right at the eye of the storm yeah. and not rattled by yeah. what's going on around us yeah. because there is so much noise going on around us. So yeah, it, it makes it very hard some days to mm-hmm. really connect mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, like I said, I'm a work in progress. Always there, yeah, always ready, are. willing heart. You know, use me, use so me. Good. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. in the pressing. He's oh, making he's new pressing. wine, right? It's he like, ah, so, wait a minute. Yeah. But you're squeezing out something and you're making a new wine. Yeah. And he really is doing it in the earth. So the fun thing for me right now is other people are going through this. Mm-hmm. They're sort of like this, um, not sure, wondering what's next. No, I'm needing to be modified, knowing that there could be something else that's happening. But it's global. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's We're global all together. right now, which yeah. is really kind of great. Yes, it is. That everybody's going, oh. And... In Isaiah, I think it's 43, it says, forget the former things. Mm -hmm. Do not dwell on the past. See, I'm doing a new thing. Doing a new thing. Don't you perceive it? I'm I'm the God who makes streams in the desert, rivers in the wasteland. And I remember memorizing that verse and thinking, I love the part where he says, don't you perceive it? Mm -hmm. Like, look for it. Aren't you seeing yeah. it? Look and the I'm forget doing. the former things, don't dwell on the past. Doesn't mean you're not grateful when you look back. Doesn't mean you don't have rich heritage. Doesn't mean that yeah. your family wasn't important or your church or your community. It's not like you flip everybody off and walk away. That's mm-hmm. not it. But forget it because it's tying you yeah. somewhere. And I'm trying to bring you doing into new something thing. new. Yeah. And, oh, that's a great promise to mm-hmm. think. So he's doing something new even in you. Yeah. Because he's around. so for you. He's so for us. Yeah, he really he is. He is so for us. Yeah. I, you know, I find, I, I would 100% agree with that, Rachel. I find such comfort that everybody right now is in this season of just 2020. Mm-hmm. What is going mm-hmm. on in 2020? And, you know, I think for me, I loved, I loved quarantine with our mm-hmm. family. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. It was, it was such a beautiful, precious moment in time of just, wow, thank you, God. I have my babies. We're all under one roof. We're safe. We're healthy. My husband is here. We don't have anywhere to be. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was this period of like, oh, thank you. You've just calmed life down. Isn't this brilliant and beautiful? So for me, it's trying to channel some of those feelings now that things are ramping back up mm-hmm. and we're navigating this new way of life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think if I can be an encouragement to anyone out there of just be, you know, be real and vulnerable about your struggles, we're all in them together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're all in them together. Mm-hmm. You show me one person right now that's not having some form of questioning of what is this year? What yeah. is this space? What are we doing? What is the new thing? Mm-hmm. Work in our family. You know, I, God is, he's working. He's at work. He's doing a new thing in everyone. It's exciting. There's a lot of demolition that goes on before a remodel. Oh, for sure. And I feel like there's a lot of things that have been demolished. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. rightly so. Yes. They needed to not exist in my life. Yes. They need not exist in our world or yes. in our country or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So it's not a, it's not always bad to have something stripped away from us mm-hmm. if it wasn't essential or if it wasn't um, for us. Yeah. So even as we build things back, sometimes I'm like, do I really want to build this back? Yeah, do I need like, it? it? Like I get to choose. Yes. With Holy Spirit's direction, what I want to put in my life. Yeah. I'm yep. like, oh. It's powerful. Oh, okay. You know, it's like when a kid realizes they get to choose what they're going to wear, not out of the three outfits that mom has chosen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Do you yeah. mean there's a complete difference? Like, Absolutely. wait a minute, my girlfriend used to say, I let her choose what she's wearing. I'm like, you didn't have to tell me that. She's got cowboy boots on, a mm-hmm. pink tattoo, or t- tattoo, a pink tutu, um, like a striped sailor outfit top and her hair is in a ponytail. You know, oh, like so you saw my daughter this morning then. <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. That's Does she like to pretty... pick out her own clothes? She does like to pick out her own clothes. Yeah. Very independent. Six going on 16. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we, we don't, we've learned to just allow, as long as we have a rule in our house, as long as there's modesty, um, we don't want to see belly. We don't want to see behind. Uh, you can go. Yeah. Weather appropriate, no belly, no behind, you may leave the house. (laughs) (laughs) And don't forget it when you are 16. (laughs) It will still be our rule. That will not change. That's so good. Yeah, yeah. Express yourself. She's got herself. And she certainly does. She's a lot of flair. She's a lot of fun. Well, you always look so cute. Do you like clothes and fashion and things like that? Or is it just like, yeah, for you? uh, No, I do. I love love clothes. and Oh, well, thank you. You look so darn cute. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I love clothes and fashion. I try to be careful about my love for clothes and fashion so I don't go spend like crazy. Okay, so it can't. you don't want it to be an idol. 
Correct. At the same time, God decorated our world. Mm -hmm. So I know it's Mm -hmm. part of how he views things. And I know anybody could use that as an excuse to go do whatever. Mm -hmm. But but he really does adorn things. Mm -hmm. He beautifies things. He was very specific about the tabernacle and the ornateness. And you know what I mean? So Yeah. yeah, yeah, you do it well. Thank you. I don't, I don't always feel that way. I feel like I just, you know, I see what a lot of other people are doing and I'm like, oh, I think I might have something like that in my closet. I'll emulate that somehow. Yeah. It's, uh, it's the mom look right now. (laughs) Trying to jazz up a mom look. Okay. So what, okay. I haven't been a young mom for a long time. What's the mom look? Uh, I'll tell you what it was when we were. Yeah. A lot of dry shampoo. Yeah, okay, already used that. Starts with the dry shampoo, Mm -hmm. I would say. Uh, Minimal makeup, but making it go as far as you can. You know, there are a few few key items for me. I used to be a lot more makeup up, for lack of a better expression. Um, My husband would still tell you I wear too much. Oh, okay. I don't think I do. I mean, my routine now is, like, quick. Yeah. Quick, quick. Um, Yeah, and usually it's a pair of jeans and throw on a cardigan and a t-shirt and call it a day. Well, you look so there you cute, go. right? Yeah, it's right. whatever I can, you know. What doesn't have some form of chewed up, spit out food or some <laughs> kind of a booger or something on it? Excuse me, hang on. Oh, I thought this was oatmeal, but it's a booger it's flake happened. on my shoulder. It has happened. It has absolutely happened. <laughs> That's, yeah. But yeah. moms are such incredible people, mm-hmm. and they juggle so Amen. much, and there's Amen. so much going on. They literally just need a parade with cheerleading pom-poms on the side going, you go, you're doing it. When you make it to the end of the day, you've done so, you've made so many decisions. Yes. You've done so many logistics. You've cared for, people didn't die today. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Literally, it's a cool, cool, cool calling. You know, and I, I find myself often, Rachel, being my own cheerleader at the end of the day, when, when the night is exhausting and I'm trying to get kids into bed and my husband and I are just doing, it's like, it's almost like a little orchestrated dance. Yeah. You know, he goes one way, I go the other way. We know what jobs have to be done. Which which kid are mm-hmm, you taking? Mm-hmm. Go, go. Yeah. And there's always, you know, a high volume level of screaming and chaos and dog barking. And, you know, there's just a lot of noise. But it, it'll be in those quiet moments where I'm trying to just think through, okay, what else do I need to get done? All right, lunchbox, lunchbox, this outfit, blah, blah. You know, and then it's like, wait, no, no, no. I didn't stop. I didn't write a note from for their lunches. I always put a note of encouragement yeah. in their lunches. And it's those moments where it's like, come on. I know you're tired, but this is your chance to shine as their mom. You know, this is the stuff that they may not appreciate now, but hopefully when they are adults and they're grown and they look back, they go, my mom put a note in my lunchbox. My mm-hmm. mom prayed over us every morning before we went to school. My mom sang this song to us so we yeah. knew Jesus. And she was a worshiper. And she, you know, that's... For me, it's about the legacy I'm going to leave for them mm-hmm. and how they're going to remember those little things. Yep. So I have to push myself. It's, yep. you know, it's easy to be like, oh, I'm too tired. I don't want to do that. No, I want to do that because right. it may not matter tomorrow when they open their lunch and throw it away. But 20 years from now, it might be the biggest thing for them. Right. So, yeah, it's always that lens of perspective of like, no, it's it's busy right now and this is hard this is a season and they're already grown up too fast. Right. It goes so fast. fast. But you know what I love about what you said is another mom listening to this could, you know, my whole mantra, don't compare, don't compete, celebrate. They could compare like, Oh, I don't do that. Well, the thing is that is not, um, set up to make you compare. That's, that's actually a prototype. That's actually a, you could do Mm -hmm. this. So sometimes we actually Mm -hmm. use what we would have compared to say, oh, I might want to do such and such, or it's you being you to your kids. Yeah. And that other mom needs to do the things that are her thing. Like I wouldn't be making the, you know, the ridiculously gorgeous cupcake to put in the lunchbox because I don't do that. But some other mom, that would be her thing. Maybe yeah. not the note. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So you are being absolutely. you for your children because God has it that match. Yeah. That match. I've had to let a lot of that go. I think when you, when your kids start school, there's immediately just some of that, like, well, wait, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a stay at home mom or I don't, I don't put together the ornate cupcake and wait, my kid has a Lunchable and yep. How dare me, you know, but again, for me, it's okay, find the things that are going to resonate and do those things, Mm -hmm. you know, because they're authentic to you. They're authentic to me. Mm -hmm. And every mom, I I guarantee has something authentic to her and Mm -hmm. a way that she can love her babies. 
again, they're they're God's children, mine to steward for a period of Amen. time. So how do I do that well? Preach. You know, how do I do that? Yeah. Just let me love my babies. Let me love your babies. They bring so much joy. Yeah. They bring so much chaos. But <laughs> they bring so much joy. Too. But it's your chaos. It's our chaos all so the time. Yeah. It, is there anything else burning? Number one, thank you for doing this. I'm so glad I'm just to delighted do this. to have gotten oh, to spend some time you. with you. And, thank you. And thanks for being a real dealer. Oh, my gosh. And you've passed it on to other people. I try. You can say shout out to them. Oh, gosh. Shout out to, yeah, everybody that's... Some neighbors or a coworker or something you told me. Anyway. Yeah, the coworkers that, you know, I'm and the friends that I'm sure will listen. And I'm trying to turn everyone into real deal super fans. Yeah. It's, it's so important, right? I mean, it's so important that we're just real and honest and authentic. And for me, this is fun. It's a, it's a chance to share more of my faith. Yeah. With people that, yeah. you know, maybe wouldn't understand this side of me. Yeah. Um, or, you know, it's not always the the space in the workplace to go into these in-depth conversations about who God is in my world. But man, I hope people at least see even through the joking and, and the bickering bickles and all these I things would. like God is real. He's at work. He's in my life. You know, he can be real at work in yours too. And, and moms, especially boy, you're not alone. No, I'm there with you. Yep. I am so there in, in the season and it's going to be okay. Yeah. He's faithful. Yeah, and my husband so and I used to remind ourselves the grunt work is is worth it. It's so worth it. And there's there's fruit on the other end. Mm-hmm. And just so you know, not everything goes the way you think all the time. Nope. But every seed planted will germinate. Mm-hmm. The bad seeds, the good seeds, but they mm-hmm. will germinate. And it's beautiful to think that God's the one that brings the fruit. Yeah. So just keep watering. I just honor you. Yeah, thank you. And you know, it's not just my tagline, Rachel Inouye, helping people celebrate their significance and the genius of God in them. I love it's that. who I am. It and is I who you are celebrate you thank you you are an amazing jenny bickle and you're just nailing it you're nailing it thank you and god's going to continue to give you that you're amazing and he is your strength and it's specific to you he has a a portion of what he wants to continue to pour into you so don't ever worry that you're going to run out because he's got an amazing supply of that grace and mercy every day for you you're his favorite thank you one of my girlfriends says, i hate you say that i hate you say that i'm like you sound funny with your grammar no she goes i hate when you say that I said, if we were all alike, it would be rude, mm-hmm. but there's not one person alike. No. So I'm his favorite and you're Jenny, you're his, his favorite. favorite. Yeah. It's a true statement. Isn't that great? My kids are his favorite. They're Our his babies. Favorite. They're all, yeah. Isn't that great? I know. Study the DNA. Mm-hmm. It'll only point to you. He's so good. So he is so pleased with you. Yes. Hey, would you feel comfortable just praying over the audience sure. and whoever's listening I'd right now? To. Number one, we're glad you're listening, but we just want to pray. And then can I I just pray for you? Absolutely. Absolutely. God, thank you so much for this time and this opportunity to be here with Rachel, to just hear her encouragement and, and her words, and to be able to hopefully be an encouragement to the listeners, specifically to any moms that are feeling that anxiety and that burnout and that exhaustion. Um, or anyone, you know, parents or caregivers of any kind. Um, Boy, I just, I lift them up to you, God. You're so good and you're so faithful and you will always see us through the storm that we're in. And for listeners that maybe are not parents and and desperately want to be, I pray a special prayer of blessing over them too. Um, Boy, God, you know, you, if you provide a will you provide the way yeah. and I, I firmly believe that you are a god that will work miracles not just within in our families but in families that are yet to be that are going to be um you're just in all of it you're in all of it and you're so good and you're so faithful and i just thank you for your blessings in my life and what you're going to do um and in the lives of all the listeners mm-hmm. just what you're going to do you're doing a new thing and it's it's exciting so we're here for it we're expectant we're waiting and we're just resting in you as best as we can, as best as we can. Thank you for grace and forgiveness when we yeah. slip up and we forget these things. You're still good. You're still faithful. Yeah. Father, I thank you for this time together today. I thank you for Jenny. I thank you for the way you wired her, God, and, and the plans and purposes that you have for her, God. I thank you that you're doing a wonderful work in and through her. God, I pray that she would understand the plans that you have for her are good and that she'd get excited about those that seem way far away, but that she would also just treat every moment as sacred, Lord, whether it's making a 
uh, a lunch and packing it or doing some laundry and folding some clothes, Lord, whether it's holding a little hand of a, of a child who's getting frustrated. Father, I thank you for the beauty and the sacred and the divine in the natural common moments as well, God. I thank you that you see everything. You tell us in scripture that you see if somebody gives a cup of cold water. So we know you notice the little things. So I just pray a blessing on her for those little things, Father. And I thank you for who she is, Lord. I pray that you would continue to strengthen her frame. I pray that she'd have rest at night, Lord. You say, I will lie down and sleep in peace. Not in pieces. It doesn't say pieces. <laughs> in peace, for you are the one that makes us dwell in safety. So I just yeah. speak rest over her, God. And I thank you for how leaned in she is. And I pray that in the leaned inness of her, that you would give her that peace and that silence and solitude that she needs. And that you will provide it, God, because that's who you are. So I just thank you in advance for that. And God, I just ask in the name of Jesus that you would catapult her into things that she should do and that she would never compare herself to anybody else, but she would know that you, by your spirit, are calling her. Each time you say there's um, a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. And so I pray that she would always know that she's on your path. Lord, I pray for every listener and for Jenny also, Lord, that we would just accept your perfect love because perfect mm -hmm. love casts out fear. Yes, and so God. we thank you that we do not have to be fearful people, but I just pray a fresh baptism of love over everyone, Lord. Just a just a kind of just a flood over that, Lord, and just the love of God over her and over this audience. And I thank you, God, that you tell us we don't have to be anxious about anything, but by prayer and petition with thanksgiving. So we thank you for things that we want to fret about, Lord that we can present our request to you, God. Mm -hmm. And I just thank you that you've promised that the peace that blows our minds, that passes all understanding, is going to guard our heart and our mind in you, Christ Jesus. So we thank you. We thank you. And Lord, I thank you for Jenny just being real and uh, just sharing with me today what a privilege it is to get to know one of your daughters, Lord. So thank you that you are King of Kings and that I got to meet a daughter of the Most High God. I praise you today. Thank you for this audience and for what they're going through god meet them at every need lord and i thank you that you supply more than we could ever ask or imagine in jesus name amen amen amen, amen. thank you thank you Woo! it's wrap. So you've been listening to the real deal with me rachel Inaway, helping people celebrate their significance and the genius of god in them audio engineering by my husband michael Inaway. thanks babe theme music by andrew grace